let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me. My time is now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast. My name is Joseph Mansell. I am your host, and I'm joined in this episode of Fitness Times Business by a new guest. New guest. Making his Fitness Times Business Podcast debut. What's happening, John? Not much, mate. Happy to be here. Yeah, Happy to be here. It's been John, a uh, John Mahoney is your full name. You, uh, as your t-shirt suggests, you uh, run a business called Mail Post Haste here in the ADL. Here in the ADL. I'm going to uh, give you a proper introduction. In fact, you're going to give yourself a proper introduction, man. <laughs> Please, I'll allow you. <laughs> you do a better job of that. But before we get into it, I like to, at the start of every episode of Fitness Times Business, because we have a lot of new subscribers. Yeah, the show is doing quite well. People are, you know, they're, they're sharing the show, as I ask at the end mm. of every episode, and a lot of people are finding out. So this may be the first episode that a particular listener has listened to. So I like to just remind everybody why you guys are tuning in to this particular podcast. And it's timely, actually, because we were having this discussion when just when we did a little brief. Mm. I said, you know, these are the types of people that are going to listen. You guys are tuning in because you're trying to level up. In fitness, you're trying to level up in business, your career, your personal, you know what, any aspect of life, you have ambition and you're trying to achieve some shit and you're looking for practical advice and practical strategies on how to get there. And that's why you guys are tuning into this podcast, Fitness Times Business. Absolutely. And this episode is no exception. It's going to help you level up in all areas of your life because this man's sitting across from me a little bit of uh i'm gonna give you a little introduction right, and, but then i want you to elaborate right let's because go. i you know you you know yourself better and better than i know you but we have known each other for a little bit in fact i want you to tell the story about, oh. <laughs> about how we first met john but real quick um Owner of Mail Post Haste, which yep. is a transport company. Logistics solutions, yeah. yeah. Let's go logistics, delivery, trans. You're yep. in the transport industry. Transporting industry, absolutely. Yeah, in the ADL. You've uh, owned and operated that company for the better part of five years. Just gone five years, yeah. Yeah. You are in your company. There's like 24, 25 people yep. in the business. There's about 24 to make the wheels work. Yeah. Before that, you were at General Motors. At General Motors, at Holden's for a 13 years, just shy. 13 years. Yep. Started at like ground level production, production line, line. Production line. Shit kicker. 72 seconds, one job, <laughs> same thing every 72 seconds. Beautiful. Right at the right entry at the bottom. level. And you worked your way up in GM here in Adelaide as well. Out in Elizabeth, yeah. For, you know, over that 13 year period to, where did you finish at GM? I finished off after my apprenticeship, becoming yeah. a toolmaker yeah. and then a project manager and area supervisor. There you go. So, so you kind of work your way up the- Working you know, working way up over a few different steps. Yeah, you worked your way up that ladder in General Motors. The and internal ladder. General Motors shit the bed here in Australia. Shit the bed in 20, <laughs> 20, 2013 was the year. So that 13 years that you kind of invested, I guess, in that career was, you know, that came to an end by- Came to a halt. Well, uh, screeching halt. Screeching, kind of no, like 2020 through, for most well, of us. Well, and you know what, man? This is why I've been trying, you know, I, I said a while ago that I wanted to get you on the show yeah. and it's perfect timing because of your life experience and your career experience. It's impeccable timing. Uh, which is why you guys are going to get so much out of this episode of the podcast. But Worked your way up to GM, GM shut the bed, and then you've kind of completely changed directions, gone into running your own business, gone into a new, a completely new industry. Complete and transition. You're kicking goals with Mail Post Haste. Absolutely. So after after GM shit the bed, yeah. 
it came to the point of finding something else to do with my life. Yeah. So 30 years of age, yeah. finished high school, spent my 20s working for one particular person. Yeah. And then it's time to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my time. Mm-hmm. So from that came the thought that I want to do something for myself and be in control of my own destiny. So rather than being governed on a win or lose to somebody else, Mm -hmm. making myself accountable, whether I win and lose myself as a person. So from that Mm. came to the point of working for myself Mm. and then running post haste entirely for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, I, I just want you to tell the story of how we met because I, I just want, I want to put the, obviously mail post haste, you do a bit of business for Massive Joes and yeah. TMJ Apparel. Yep. You're also involved in, uh, you know, another one of my little projects, with, which is the IFBB Pro League. Here I think that's South quite Australia. a big project that we do. Well, you it's know. It's important. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's hugely important. Don't yeah, underestimate yeah. it. I just look at it in terms of like time investment. Time in investment. In terms of like all this shit that I do, it's not a big time investment for the For, for the people that get on stage, it's a big time well, investment. Well, it's a huge, uh, yeah, Absolutely correct. But how did we kind of cross paths? So we crossed paths coincidentally about three years ago. Yeah. And the way that actually happened was myself doing delivery logistics, courier work, was I wanted to align mail post haste with Massive Joes. Knowing that you yourself was an Adelaide company, Adelaide-based and completely Adelaide, made that an easier decision for me, Mm. as well as knowing with your multiple stores and everything like that. So I done a little bit of research slash stalking Mm. and then I found you on Instagram. I thought that may be the best way to be able to contact you Mm. and introduce myself and services. Mm. So with that in my notes in my phone, I had a a message written out kind of, hi Joe, my name's John, (laughs) very stalkerish, but still short and personal that you knew it wasn't a copy and paste selling from international. Yeah. Uh, what did like, the message say? I don't know. I like it, you, li- we, you told me, you told me this story it off was, camera like 10 minutes ago. It's it, the first time I've heard it. I know. Yes. I have no recollection of it. So it was very, very simple of I'm John Mahoney. Yeah. I own mail post haste. Yeah. We're an Adelaide distribution logistics company. I'd love to talk to you and see how we could better help you guys at massive Joe's. Yeah. I had that written down in my notes, exactly how it was going to be sent. I then for a couple of weeks watched you on Instagram trying to figure out a appropriate time that you would have the time to be able to look at it yeah. and not dismiss the idea off the cuff because you were too busy. Mm. I then came to that conclusion when you're in an airport, I believe you're going to the UK for body, what, power. For body yep. power or something along that line. At that time is I copied and pasted it into my Instagram mm. and then sent it to you when you're at the airport saying, hey, everybody, I'm off. See you later. Full, Knowing full Insta stalker mode. Full Insta stalker <laughs> mode. And then from there, uh, you obviously forward that on to Larry yeah. Bird, aka yeah. Steve Mills. Yeah. And that's where the seeds were planted. That's where that's where the that's uh, where it came from. the bromance began. That's where the bromance began. And we've had you know we've had a good. T- I can't believe it's only been three years to be honest. I mate. believe it's been yeah. Like I've known you like a bit over three years. That's how Crazy. business works. It yeah. just accelerates yeah. everything. Yeah. So in that time with the bodybuilding shows and yeah. the distribution, everything that goes along with it. And, you know, the reason why I've been wanting to get you on this podcast is obviously you have a lot of experience in 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 business, in career. Yep. You've made some really courageous decisions along your career journey. I mean, you just highlighted one of them leaving, you know, at 30 years old, what, 
you thought was going to be your career to go and do something completely different. Completely polar opposite. And, you know, we, we it's funny because whenever you drop in here at Massive Joe's, we always just get talking about shit. And, yeah. And last time you were here, I was like, man, we should do a podcast. Yeah, when <laughs> it was just, just, just in the, ne- just in the next just room. Like, it's like, hey, John, hey, Joe. And then we just like, just dive into something. Go down this Even rabbit today, hole. Even today, before you came in to brief for this podcast, we just went down a rabbit hole of fucking coronavirus. Yeah, coronavirus. And I was like- I think it was, uh, yeah, yeah. it was you that said it yeah. to recalibrate yeah. how how are things going. Yeah. Today is going good. This time last year, today wouldn't have been good, yeah. but recalibrating for It's the corona. coronavirus calibration. Corona, I, I like it. I've, I've written it down. <laughs> that, that was you before, <laughs> the coronavirus calibration. But this podcast, we uh, we could talk about so many things, guys, and, and uh, you know, I, I would love to get John on here multiple times to talk about a lot of different things, but I think... Where we want to head with this episode of Fitness Times Business Mm. is this idea of process over product. And what what we're talking about here is particularly relevant to the the current circumstance, but really is relevant to any circumstance is a lot of people that, uh, you know, a lot of you guys, you're tuning into this, as I mentioned, because you're trying to level up, which means you're setting goals, which means you're continuously setting bigger and better goals progressing forward in your life exactly you're progressing and i think that what a what that what happens a lot of the time and like i was saying to you Mm. off camera the more i have this discussion with people who have a similar mindset with people who are full of ambition with people who have uh, the core value of achievements it's the possession of drive yeah that it sets high in their order of order of priority of of Mm. values you know they're trying they're trying to get they're trying to progress trying to progress trying to go forward the more i have this conversation the the more i'm becoming aware of how it resonates with so many people is this consistent, I'm going to say obsession. I'm not sure that's the right word, I'd, but let's roll I'd, with it. I'd go this with consistent obsession. obsession with achieving goals, setting the next one, achieving the next one, setting the next one, achieve, and, and that's the product. Always moving right? forward. Is just being focused on the product. And the results. And never taking the time to just sit with the process. Yes. And so this idea of process over product that we're going to dive into is really focusing on different parts of the process of any goal. All, the different be, pro- all related to everything. Mate, it can be fitness. It can be business. It can be your personal life, your family life. It can be any, any sort of any area of your life that you're looking to progress in. It'll work for all of them. A hundred percent is just being in the process. Being and, present. You know, this balance of trying to achieve certain products, trying to achieve certain goals, trying to make certain progression, but not, but at the same time, not taking for granted the process of getting there. And whether it's a good process or a bad process of taking away what you can and turning it into a a positive. Yeah. So you wanted to start with this, this, you know, starting small, you know, starting small. Yeah. I think too many people, whether it's business, their personal relationship, yeah. whether it's renovating a house mm. or progressing internally in a company, want to take off more than they can chew yeah. too quick yeah. and try to accelerate the process. On their first day in a new work, they're coming with new ideas mm. of tried and true methods that may already be established and work yeah. because they're trying to accelerate a process rather than taking it small and logically trying to be too fast trying to be too fast too fast you know what i see a lot of man just with this you know especially at the point where you're where you're starting and you have personal experience with this absolutely you left gm 
you didn't you didn't start mail post haste from the ground up, but you took that business from where it was. A very basic, pretty much planted new seeds. So a very basic model. Yeah, you effectively yep. did start. But what I see a lot is you know people starting anything, any particular goal, is they set this big end product based goal. Yeah, right. This big overwhelming, you know, and, and it's very important to set that. This, to have it's kind of like the stretch goal. Yep. It's kind of like the it's the vision yep. effectively, but. They it, it, they get so overwhelmed by it that they actually don't even know where to start. And a lot of the time, they get so, so overwhelmed that they don't start at all. And that's right. And they almost paralyze themselves yeah. through the overwhel- overwhelmment yeah. as they just don't actually achieve anything rather than breaking it down of what they just need to do on that particular day. Yeah, It might only be three things to achieve that day, and they might be very simple as in, go to the bank to set up a new bank account if you're setting up a new business. Yeah. Or it could be to get new merchandise that you need done. Mm-hmm. So you're working for four weeks without your corporate clothing top on Yeah. because you just haven't actually taken those steps to move forward mm-hmm. in a logical manner. You're mm-hmm. too worried about the end result of not setting up the foundation to get the longevity and the goals that you really achieve Yeah. and being unrealistic with your goals. What do you reckon, you know, from, from a strategic perspective – because uh, I'm a big fan of, of visualization. I'm a big yep. fan of, of setting, you know, uh, w- what's your vision? Like what, do you, what is your long-term, big as you can possibly go, stretch goal or vision for what you're currently doing for any particular area of your life? Right? So you can, so you yep. can take, you can take for, for me, for example, yep. right? My, uh, let's take my competing Right. So my stretch goal, my vision is to win a Mr. Olympia physique title. To get up there on the Mr. Olympia. That's like the ultimate vision. If I look at, you know, at at my business, I'm trying to, I guess from a revenue perspective, I'm trying, well, actually it's not even my stretch goal. That's my, like my my current goal. (laughs) Um, goal. But let's go, you know, we're trying to get to nine figures in in turnover as a business. Try to get the revenue right there. So, you know, I think that those are very important. But what's the practical advice that you can give from your experience about how to how to have that, but not get so overwhelmed by it that you don't actually start at all? I think that's 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 a good one. So we'll take that goal of going to nine figures, yep. where I have a similar goal, where it's a revenue based goal, yep. which you know it's, it's to get to those kind of numbers. And I think a lot of business owners do. A right? lot of business because owners do. Because I, I mean, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of of measuring the success of a business by revenue. It definitely helps. But it is, you know, when you're talking about growth of a business, it is a, a decent metric. It's, a, it's yeah. a good metric to use where it's universal from 2019 to 2020. Yeah. For yourself, it doesn't, you need, to be, year year. It doesn't yep. need to be publicly yep. publicly known. Mm-hmm. But I think the the to pull back that is to mm-hmm. not overanalyze that and figure out how you're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. So whether it's increasing your sales or your customer service, mm-hmm. And making sure you take value in each one of those. Yeah. So to figure out what your core business is and what you offer differently is specialize in that and stick to that. So from my personal preference with Post Haste is the personalized service. That's the difference that sets myself apart from other people mm-hmm. where Joseph knows that he can call me or message me and mm-hmm. get the result that he actually desires. That's what sets me different. And that's how I know I'll be able to go forward in the future mm. and how I've been able to retain people through this 2020 Corona style shitstorm shit storm yep. that is now 2020 yep. is that's why I've been able to retain my place in the market mm. is because of the, the fundamental differences that I knew I could set up 
mm. to be able to retain people. Mm. What would you, so let's say, you know, the, the listeners at the moment, they're thinking about a particular area of their life. It might be, it might be a stretch fitness goal or stretch fitness yep. vision. It might be a business vision. It might be a career vision. If they, you know, they're not interested in running their own business. They're just yep. interested in working for someone else. They've got a career vision. Absolutely. It's a, maybe it's like a personal vision. You know, they yep. want to, they want to get married and have a family and have children and grandchildren and, you know, like, like you know, that big, 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 the big, big stretch. Right. Yep. How do you get that down to what am I doing right now? I think break everything down as far as you can. It used to be like a five whys. Why, why, yeah. why, why? If you keep asking why, you're going to get your answers. Yeah. So get everything down to a yes or a no mm. and then focus on the yeses mm. and delete the noes. Mm. Figure out, write the 10 things down, mm-hmm. knowing that you don't have time for those 10, then prioritize them into three and work on those three. Yeah. Once you achieve those three, then look at the ones under that. Yeah. And numbers four to 10 may have changed in that time. It took you to do one to three. Mm-hmm. So don't look at 10 at a time and try to achieve them. If it is have a wife and children and grandchildren and run a nine figure company and travel the world, all those things. So look at what's most important in the time frame in a number of say 10 pull those three and work on those three. Yeah. Don't forget the other ones because you might be able to do things to advance numbers four to 10, mm. but have a look at numbers one, two, and three and work on them for a specific amount of time. In the same time is implement processes to achieve those three in a methodical way. So I think to go with those I'm, ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. This is going to come as no uh, surprise to the listeners. I'm a big fan of smart goal setting. Yep. S-M-A-R-T yep. is, you know, I have the big visions for all different areas of my life, but then I make sure that my goals are S-M-A-R-T, yep. specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. Absolutely. So I tend to start with the T because I like to set goals in a 12 month period. So that's my time bound. You don't want to work too right? far out. A hundred percent. Right. So I, I will, you know, usually for the, for most, most parts of my life, it's a, it's a, 12 month. A calendar, 12 month. Do you kind of find you go 12 months from I do middle year of the to year, year or you go year to year? I go year calendar to year. year. This year, because of the shit storm, is yeah. a little different. But most no, of the no, time, everyone's had most to, of the time, it's like January to December or yep. January to January. Calendar, yep. Year on year. So I start with the T, the time bound. Then you go specific, measurable, attainable, realistic. So then the second part, I work, I literally work backwards. Uh, I think the realistic's realistic, a big one. Huge, right? Huge. Because that's where people get overwhelmed because they're like, fuck. All right, you know, I I want to um, uh, get my business to seven figures of revenue, from zero to seven figures. My I know that you know my time bound is the twelve months. Yep. What is actually realistic in that period of time? And then so that's a big I think part they of don't it. they don't break it down to the realistic of going. Yep. I need to a million dollars a year. Yeah. As a st- as a starting point, yeah. I'll break that down. Yep. Then they get overwhelmed with what they need to achieve in mm-hmm. the first week. Mm-hmm. And the first month, yeah, and that's when they start to realize the the R was never actually realistic. Never realistic in the first. And place. then they blow everything else out because yeah. then they're disheartened. Mm-hmm. Rather than recalibrating and reevaluating mm-hmm. and changing the goal, which is fun, which is so so relevant right now. You know the every, <laughs> everything that I made and you made back in January, yeah. we may not have achieved them. Yeah. Now we're halfway through the year, yeah, but you've just got to keep liquid and move the goals to what they are yeah, and plant seeds that could flourish that you don't even know you might've done. Mm-hmm. Like when we were talking off camera mm-hmm. that lessons we learned five or 10 years ago, you yeah. realize them now. Mm. 
A hundred percent. And then the other parts are specific and measurable. Obviously, I'm a big fan of setting goals that are very specific. Obviously, it might be a number-based goal. Like yep. it, even like I said to you, right, just, just without even thinking, I want to win uh, Olympia men's physique title. Mm. That it doesn't get more specific than that. I want to get my business revenue to nine figures. Yeah. So it's very specific. Very and specific. It's, and it's measurable as well. You can go when you reach that point. Tick goal achieved. Yeah, you've got the medal or you don't, yep. and then. At the end of the financial year, you've got, you've got those numbers you've in. You've got the numbers or or you, you don't. don't. It's very Simple. easy. It's a, a yes, no, black, white. Yeah. So, and that's why I'm such a big fan of it. So, you know, uh, I guess the, the take home from, from this part of the discussion mm. is make sure you have vision. Make sure that your vision is – there's a lot of clarity – about your vision, yeah. but then break the vision down into SMART smart goals. And exactly. And keep to your goals, yeah. but don't be quote unquote married to them. Mm. So back in January, like this is a great year yeah. for not being able to achieve your goals, mm. but then being able to pivot in a new direction. Mm -hmm. So it comes June, July, you're realizing you're not going to achieve those goals, yeah. but what have you achieved so far or what are the shorter timeline goals that you could improve on. Mm -hmm. And it might be your customer service. It could be as simple as your penmanship yeah. or how you read, present yourself. There's other things you can take away from not achieving your goals mm -hmm. to be able to almost make micro goals in there. You know, that's an interesting point, John. Uh, we weren't going to discuss this, but I think it's probably, it's just so relevant at the moment is how do you, because there's one thing to be said about setting your smart goals, setting yep. your goals, right? Yep. And you kind of know that you're not tracking towards achieving them. Yeah. And so you kind of throw the towel in yep. and go and set different ones. Absolutely. That on one scale. And then there's the other scale where you have coronavirus or mm. <laughs> something that's completely, completely out of your control your, yeah. that, you, that just throws a spanner in the works. Yep. So you kind of forced to reset those goals. Yeah, absolutely. I think that first example though, sometimes can be used as a bit of a cop out. Yeah. Right. Like if you haven't done the work and you haven't put in the fucking effort and you're not doing what you need to do on a day by day basis, that doesn't give you a license to go and change your goal. No. Because you, you fucked up. And that's why I don't, a lot of people don't leave them, make themselves accountable. Yeah. They don't put in the work. Yeah. They don't achieve the goals. And mm. it could be very small, simple goals of mm. being able to do A, B, and C in a day. They don't do it. Yeah. But rather than leveling up and just being honest with yourself, mm. where you're the person that looks in the mirror, yeah. making an excuse to your friends or your family or to yourself as a reason why you didn't. And it could be as simple as in the morning, you just couldn't be stuffed mm. and you didn't get out of bed. Mm. And that's why you're late. Rather than getting there and saying, make an excuse and not being accountable, just level up and say, this is what happened. And actually know you're not achieving your goals because it's you. Yeah. And not change your goals because you haven't met them. Change your goals if it's warranted or there's an actual legitimate reason that they that's happened, e.g. corona, or you may have made a goal that's a bad, poor choice. Um, I've made many business decisions where I made the choice, it's happening, and then I've turned around and gone, I've had to pull the pin. So that goal won't be achieved, but I went into it with the best intentions. And it could be a new stream, a, a new line or a new service. And in your head it works. So you make the goal that you want to be able to provide this service to people in a timely manner and it's mm -hmm. just unattainable. Mm -hmm. But not all goals need to be made and achieved. Mm -hmm. 
they don't all have to be achieved, but you need to take something from the ones you don't achieve to make sure you achieve the ones that are obtainable. Talk to me about this uh, linear versus spherical progression. So we were, I've been enlightened about the goals for the sphere. Yeah. So Because this ties into exactly what you were talking about, right? Yeah, abso- is, is, absolutely. You, you know, sometimes you might set a particular goal that you're trying to achieve mm. and for whatever reason you kind of, you know, it's the old two steps forward, one step backwards yeah. scenario. You take a few steps forward and then coronavirus happens or something that's outside of your control happens. Maybe mm. there's a change in legislation or there's something that does not come down to you personally not doing what you were supposed yep. to do. You had every intention of it. Yeah, where you're forced to take a backward step from that goal. Yeah, and I think, like we're saying, so with the sphere of goals, yeah. is not looking at things linear as a line as forwards or backwards. Yeah. Like and I said, I think it's three-dimensional. And I think, you know, this is something that, that I have – it's been so useful for, to me, definitely over – shit, man, I would say – at least the last couple of years of my life yep. because I've had to take a lot of backward steps in different areas of my life Absolutely. For, for a whole bunch of different reasons. And this has been just an analogy that has helped me so much in terms of framing and in terms of perspective. Mm. And if you start with that, that linear progression, right? Yep. So many of us who have high levels of ambition and are trying to achieve shit, we measure progression towards a particular goal on a, on a straight line. Yep. Forwards or backwards? It's forwards or backwards. Right? Black, white. And if you take a sidestep, you're standing still. Yep. You're, you're just still in neutral. You're just doing nothing. You're doing right? nothing. And I think that that's quite a useful uh, analogy because it does put a bit of pressure on you to continue a to move A very two-dimensional thought. The problem where it falls down is when things happen that are outside of your control and you're forced to take steps backwards. Yes. Because it starts to affect your self-esteem, it starts to affect your confidence, yep. it starts to affect your self-worth because you think like you're moving backwards. Yeah. Right? So what I did was I started framing goal progression instead of linear, instead of a straight line as a sphere. More of a three-dimensional a three, outlook. A three-dimensional circle. A Absolutely. So if you consider, let's just consider polar opposite ends of the sphere. Yep. If you're taking a step backwards from one end of the sphere over here, yeah. it's actually a step forwards in another direction. In the other, in the other way. Towards a different goal. Yeah. You know, towards, it may be a if you're heading, goal. If you're heading south, not. you're heading north in a different direction. 100%. If, and then, same thing. If you're taking a step sideways, sideways You could be on, going to something up here. You're going towards something you're else. You're going towards something else. And I think that that, you know, we, we, we look at the, the current circumstances mm. where for a lot of people, definitely business and career, and for a lot of people as well, fitness too. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Gyms and shit being gyms shut. Being shut and- you know, if you look at a particular goal in fitness or business or career linearly, you're going to yeah. run into problems. You're going to, and you're going to become disheartened. 100%. Which I think will end up making you go back further, yeah. faster. Yeah. Where I think, like you've said, with the linear three dimensional thought, mm-hmm. is even though you might be going negative in one aspect of your life, you yeah. can still be going positive in other aspects. Mm-hmm. So it could give be. Me, a, I want give me some examples. What have you found in you know since in in the last four or five months? Yep. Since the virus hit and everything got turned upside down, 
what have you been able to reframe as being a step backwards as actually being a step forwards in a different area of your so life? So if we go a very simple uh, business one yep. of going backwards in business of every the economy just slowing down. Mm-hmm. It gives you the ability to stop trying to move forward in increasing revenue yep. or getting new customers. Mm-hmm. It forces you to realize why you've retained the customers you've retained. 100%. So then that gives you the basis to be able to, it could be the development between client client relations or it could be the service that you provide from your customers, to yeah. your customers, sorry. Yeah. So that's given you that one in a more of a personal thing was being able to slow down and not have as much on your plate because you don't have the ability to move forward. So for me personally, not being able to approach potential new customers because they're not there. Mm. They're working from home. The places are shut. The Mm. phones are diverted. You know yourself that it can't happen. So rather than sit there and go, business is going to take a back step and being focused on that it could just be as simple as going to go visit your your parents or your grandma on a little bit more of a regular basis, which you may not have done. But then you've increased your value as a person. Mm. So then as a 35-year-old male, female, 40 or 20 or however old you may be, you've increased your value as a person. Mm. So you've taken a devaluation of a business or professional stance, mm. but you've increased your value overall, mm. which could also be another one of your goals. Or it could be processes at home and just enjoying some downtime and some actual real relaxation time because you know you can't advance. Yeah. So I think that's a positive that we can take out of 2020, this shitstorm that we're in, is you can still progress in a different avenue of your life. Yeah, 100%. I'll give um, a couple of examples for me Yeah. Uh, because I think about this shit a lot. <laughs> I can, because the problem with me, John, is I can get myself in a really like dark headspace Very if down. I focus on linear too much. So yep. I come back to this analogy of spherical progression like daily. Yep. Uh, 100% with what you were just saying, mm. you know, my progression towards business goals, towards yep. that, you know, nine figure, nine revenue, figure for example, yeah. and all the other business shit that all the things that go along with that, it. right? Everything that take, makes let's up take that, that Let's take that linear that edge of the sphere that yep. is business and career yep, that I've had to take steps backwards. Definitely the steps backwards have allowed me to take steps forwards in my personal life. Yeah. In your personal life. And a hundred percent that I would never have had the opportunity to do to invest the time and the effort in that area of my life. So for me, that's huge. I'm like, fuck man. Like I, I wouldn't, it would, this would, I would never have this opportunity. And it could be the fact now they've, been highlighted to you just because of the clarity of time Mm -hmm. where the things you might not have known 12 months ago that you wanted to work on and of your personal life. Mm. And there could be very simple things that you've implemented, Mm. but they were never on your radar Mm -hmm. because we're all too obsessed with the moving forward and achieving the next goals. So we're all very driven with the entrepreneurship or the business or getting a promotion. Yeah as you're always so focused on that, that this has forced us to be able to take a self-evaluation and work on other bits work in the that, sphere 100%. To, towards yeah. other, other aspects. I'll give you an example of like, because that's that's very much like, you know, almost polar opposites. And, you yeah. know, we, we, any business owner struggles with this, man. Absolutely. You're, you know, your personal life and your career, and really anyone who has career ambition struggles with this. Your personal life and your career are at polar opposites. It's very hard, to, sphere, it's very hard for them to parallel. <laughs> very difficult. Um, 
I'll give you a sidestep example, right? Yep. So my let's take my fitness goal. Yep. Right. Let's take what I'm trying to do for as, the as a pro men's physique athlete. Yep. So I did the prep. Uh, for the for my pro debut, and we're talking January twenty twenty. We're talking January, yep. right? The goal this year was to do the Arnold Australia, do the New York Pro, do the Pittsburgh Pro, qualify for the Olympia, do the Olympia this year. That yep. was going to be my dip my toes in the water at the Olympia. Yep. Six days before I'm supposed to make my pro debut, show gets cancelled. Show gets cancelled, right? I keep prepping because I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll just go to the US. We'll just see what two happens. Two weeks later, borders get shut. Borders get shut. <laughs> the shit blows yeah. up. Yep. So I'm like, okay, well, the the steps that I was going to take towards that goal of making it to the Olympia stage and, you know, ideally one mm. day winning an Olympia, I've had to take steps. The definite, you the know. The steps have changed. Well, th- but now they're kind of, you know, it's not necessarily backward steps. The side steps, yeah, right. So the side step for me was okay. I'm probably not going to be able to compete for two or three years for because we're not going to be able to travel to the US. That's where most of my shows are. Yep. That's where the Olympia is for sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna take a side step now and let me to continue to work on my physique. Let me continue to build muscle in the places I need to build muscle. Yeah. Let me take that process of going through that prep. Mm. And six days before the show, being told that I actually can't compete. So that, you know, let's not frame that as go, well, that was a waste of a prep. No. Let's frame that as, okay, that was a pretty good, that was probably the best prep I've done. What did I, what was right about it? What lessons can I take from it? What could I do better next time? Mm. Let's take that as a little bit of a sidestep. And then looking and, and evaluating. A hundred percent and mm. use that as an experience. So, you know, having this analogy of, of sphere just allows you to, frame those backward steps and those side steps as not backwards or side, but actually forward towards a different towards direction. Towards a different angle. Towards just, a different goal. You know, the, the stairs haven't changed. You've just to change your process, yeah. how you're tackling them. Yeah. So rather than going one way, you're just taking a little bit yeah. of a curve and you're working on a different different aspect. I want to, uh, you just touched on something just before I gave that second example of um, being present in the process. Being present in the process. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that because you've got a quite quite an interesting view on that. So what I mean by present in the process is you don't always have to enjoy the process. Mm. And I think that's a big thing with – it's definitely since 2015 to 2020. In the yeah. last five years especially, mm. especially the last three, is everything's got to be enjoyed mm. or everybody's got to smash everything. Everything's got to be so extreme because so much of what we consume is highlight reels these days, man. It's because of the highlight reels. It's all this fucking highlight reel bullshit. You know, it's – and you don't have to enjoy everything. Yeah. It could be your morning cardio. You don't have to enjoy every single day. Yeah. Or it could be the paperwork you do at the end of the week of doing the process that needs to be done for the reason, mm. but enjoying the entire process not to the extreme that you think it may need to be. Yeah. Just because you're not sitting there – absolutely smiling and laughing every second of it. Mm. Look at the bigger picture on a Friday evening. It could be 7 PM and you're finishing off your week's work. That will allow you to have your Saturday mentally free and yeah. be present at that family lunch. You're going to attend. Yeah, That's the process that you enjoy. Don't necessarily need to enjoy counting something on a Friday night while you're going over paperwork. Yeah. So that's what I mean by being present is giving it, what it deserves mm. 
and enjoying it for what it is, not what society thinks you should enjoy. You know, the thing, the thing that I found as well, I'm like, I'm a huge fan of um, the mindfulness movement, yep. you know, like the rise of, uh, of meditation and, and apps like headspace mm. and calm and all that. I think that's, it's, it's amazing. And it's been a mental health. Yeah. Uh, well, mental health, mental in, general, health in general, right. Right. But mindfulness is such a pillar of that. And, you know, I, I just think that's so wonderful and it's been a big part of my life for a long time mm. as well. And I'm happy to see so many people getting around it now. To absorb it. Mate, if you, if you hit me like five years ago, like I wouldn't tell people that I meditated because I no. think I was like a fucking yogi. Bead wearing on a, yeah, 100%, yogi. 100%, you know, no never showering in your pants. With and wearing like a curtain and yeah. shit. And, but now you can say it like now I'm, you know, I tell everyone, you know, I meditate every day. Yeah. And know? I think. And it's much more socially accepted. Go ahead. And I think that's where there are positives for everything these days. Yeah. Where everything's got to be enjoyed and the rest of it. But also yeah. everyone's really realizing that everybody's human. Yeah. Everybody has their down days. Yeah. Everybody may find solitude in meditating or walking and things like that. And there's people aren't as ashamed to reach out yeah. for advice. Yeah. Or for knowledge. Yeah. And that's the things that can accelerate your own process. 100%. Is being able to ask somebody that's a further advance, which quite often could be in age. Mm -hmm. When you're 22 and you're starting out, you talk to a 27-year-old or a 35-year-old, mm. they've got a lot of knowledge on top of you because at the end of the day, when you are, until you were 18 or 20 years old, you didn't know shit. Mm. From the school Man, system. I, I feel like I still don't know shit. I, I honestly feel the same. I've been in same. business. Well, I've been in business now. 15, six, coming up, six, fuck man, 17 years. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that, that's what I think is- I still don't know anything. You, you look at the things you don't, you do know, you realize yeah. how much you don't know. Yeah. Then you start thinking about how many more things you mustn't know. Yeah. And that's what drives you to know them, mm. which sounds very complicated. Mm. But when you look back and like you said, you, you learn everything looking back is that there's so much more in the future. And one day they will become the past that you understand and learn. So- be present and know there's something in everything. Yeah. I think where I was kind of going with my discussion on the rise of mindfulness mm. is I think that a lot of people, the the message that gets misinterpreted yep. is that, you know, being present and, and, and being in the process mm. and, you know, uh, that that needs to be enjoyed all of the time. Yeah. That that needs to be a positive experience all of the time through the experience of positive emotions. You need to yep. be happy. You need to be blissful. You need to be feeling satisfied and fulfilled and, you know, all of these different positive emotions. But the truth is, and this is, this is why we say um, be present in the process. We yep. don't say be happy in the process. No. Or we don't say enjoy the process. Yeah. We say be present in the be process present. because Often the experience of negative emotions in the process mm. is actually more valuable than the experience of positive emotions. Absolutely. Right. You may be, you may be part of a, a process. It might like you, you gave some examples of work. Um, you know, let's take some fitness examples. You're trying to lose some body fat and a process of that body fat is, is being a caloric deficit and dieting and feeling And hungry. not snacking at night. Yep. Yep. And just going through that experience, that not very nice emotional experience of feeling hungry. Yeah. Right. But you still have to be present in that process. You have to feel it and not mask it. Yes. You have to be present because the, here's the thing, John. And, you know, the, the, the more life experience I have in all different areas of my life, the more I've come to realize that if you do things to numb or distance yourself from negative emotions. Yep. 
you're actually also numbing and distancing yourself from the ability to experience the full-fledged positive emotions. 100%. Right? So the more that you can lean into the negative experiences of a process of whatever it is, maybe it's being hungry because you're trying to lose body fat. Maybe it's doing the paperwork late on a Friday night because you're trying to achieve a particular business goal. Uh, Maybe it's having a difficult conversation with your partner or your spouse because it's in the interest of your relationship that you guys are open and vulnerable with each other. Whatever it is, you have to lean into that negative emotion. You have to be present, even though it's it's not pleasant to do it, you have to be present in that process to allow yourself to be present in the positive emotional experiences of the process. And I think that's been exactly like you said is having all the emotions available. Yeah. It's like when you're um, both us share a basketball background playing district as children and that you don't, you have to practice to enjoy the game. Yep. You have to go through the suicides running up and back, running up and back. You've got to do the shit that sucks. You've you've got to do the shit that sucks so that when you play Mm -hmm. and you get the victory, You've actually enjoyed it. You've earned it. And I think children are probably better than at us than this. Yeah. Is they will do all the training of suicides because they know they, it's not, they don't know or they do know it's just human nature mm. where as you get older, you start to mask it. Mm. You feel uncomfortable. You feel vulnerable. You mm-hmm. feel anxious. You start to address those feelings through your teens, twenties, thirties, and unless you level up and admit them, mm. they're very hard to get over. Mm. People go, I'm anxious, and they don't want to have that conversation, even though deep down they may know that's for the greater good of their business or their relationship or anything to do with their life. They just don't want to actually do it and address it. So then when the good things come around, they also can't feel that mm-hmm. because they've been running for so long. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when you say this mindful, and you said it before when I wrote it down next to me, was the blissful happiness. Blissful pursuit. Blissful pursuit yeah. of happiness. I'll write happiness. That's all right. Is Mate, if you're going to fucking quote me, quote correct. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have the quoting on there. It's just blissful happiness. Blissful pursuit. Blissful happiness. Yeah. Blissful yeah. pursuit is you've got to have everything to go with there to enjoy it. Mm. Where being mindful and present is the part. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the, the, the real big take home from that is that you don't have to enjoy every no. step of the process. Absolutely. But you still have to be present in it. You have to be present and look at it as a whole and enjoy parts of it mm. and look at it as percentages. Mm. So it's it could be as simple and we don't always have to go business, fitness, those kind of things. It could be as simple as having a nice meal on a Sunday night. You enjoy the result of a nice home-cooked meal. You don't necessarily have to enjoy peeling the potatoes. Yeah. So you've got to look at both of them and look at the bigger picture of why you're actually wanting to do that. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to enjoy cutting and peeling the potatoes, waiting for them to boil, but you might enjoy the reward of having your Sunday night roast. Mm. And you can look at that analogy with many other things in your life is why are you doing it and enjoy and be present? Yeah. You don't necessarily have to go out and buy something to be present. You can do it yourself. Yeah. Isn't it interesting as well, you know, I'm just thinking about some personal experiences that I've had that often the the deeper down that rabbit hole that you go with mm. really leaning into the negative emotions of a process, the more you appreciate the positives that come out of the other side. Yeah. 
and you do the the further you go in, the further yeah. you come out as that's well. A, it's a great analogy that that meal analogy that you just gave. You know, it, peel, pretty, peeling I, peeling potatoes. I was pretty happy with it to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, no, but but a hundred percent. It's that is a perfect analogy for so many different areas of your life. If you're actually, if you're there and you're doing the shit and you're experiencing the shit of peeling the potatoes and cutting the, 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 the steak up and whatever it is, you're going to appreciate that meal Uh, so much more. more. A a lot more rather than taking the easy step and ordering out Mm. or just cutting corners and go, Mm. I'm not going to worry about that. Mm. So set your your goal realistic yeah and it, and it can just be those little things yeah and that will give you time away from your business or your work and be present with that and enjoy that two hours you've put aside on your sunday afternoon to make yourself dinner mm. and give it be present with that particular meal and this meal can be substituted for anything it can be substituted with your morning cardio mm-hmm. enjoy that time for doing your cardio your morning walk and let that flow into everything else. Mm. So enjoy all the processes for the bigger picture of having that meal. One of the things that I want to get your opinion on here, John, is balance. Yep. How do you, and we kind of, we kind of touched on this with the spherical progression where we said, you know, uh, usually career and business progression and personal life progression are opposite ends. It seems seems to be opposite ends. One of the questions that I get asked a lot, mm. and I have a I have a pretty solid way of thinking about this, but I'm interested to get your input, is how do you balance, yep. quote unquote balance, uh, it kind of gives away my, my, my position yeah. on it. How do you balance all the different things that you're trying to achieve in your life or all the different things that you have ambition. So on one hand, you've yep. got, you know, your business or your career. Yep. On one hand, you've got your personal life. Yep. You've then got your physical health and fitness. Yep. You've then got your yeah, mental, health and fitness. mental health and mindfulness. You've then got your family goals. You've got your financial, like you've got all yep. of these different areas of your life that are often disjointed or disconnected, mm. right? Often pursuit Not of linked. one is going to lead to the non-pursuit of another. Yep, absolutely. What's your take on how to balance? So balance is a word that isn't universal. Mm. It's different for every person. Mm. So one person's idea of balance is another person's not. Mm-hmm. So some people is a nine to five or a seven to three, and then they've got their children at this time, and then they've got their sleeping or their downtime, things like that. And that's what they call balance, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. And then you've got other people, which there's nothing wrong with being an early bird or a night owl. They're two different people. One's not right and one's not wrong. If you particularly find that you're more productive and easier to get up at 6 a.m. Mm. and do your things at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. and then that takes the weight off in the evening time or you might be a person where you go, I want to use my morning time to relax and put in a personal personal time for that and then work the night shift. There's nothing wrong with being a night owl or an early bird. And I think too many people will put pressure on what they see other people do. Yeah. And then when it comes to balance is – don't wait. I'm not a big waiter until things are broken to fix. Mm-hmm. So don't let your personal life collapse before you start to put energy into it. Yeah. Try to recognize when things are going to happen before they happen as much as you possibly can. Don't let them get to it's too hard to salvage. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to balance is 
it's all to the individual and who you surround yourself with or what you surround yourself with. If it's a professional thing, you need to find people with a similar mindset, motivation, and they can see the results of becoming a nine-figure company compared to zero. So surround yourself with that. When it comes to, say, relation and personal, family, that kind of thing, is you need to align yourself with people that are similar in that aspect of life. Yeah. So your balance is determined also by everyone that surrounds you and who's around you to be able to assist and help you. If they don't understand what the objectives are, it's very hard for them to work with you and you may feel like they're working against you. I feel like a lot of the listeners, in fact, I know that a lot of the listeners, because it's just the nature of the personalities that this type of content attracts, Mm. most of the time you're kind of surrounded by people and it may be friends, more than often not, it's family. Yep who don't have the same level of ambition that you do. Or and don't, that's fine. You know, the, the um, core value of achievement doesn't sit as high on their order of priorities yep. as it does for you. So what you end up finding is that a lot of people try and project yeah. their visions of what your life should look like Absolutely. in terms of balance onto you. And sometimes will criticize you for not having their projection of what yep. they think your life should look like in terms of balance. And there's not there's nothing wrong with that. You would have come across that a million times. Uh, all the, I still do. I'm sure you're a fan of KFC. Uh, well, I shouldn't uh, be. You shouldn't be, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nature of the beast, you like it. But the amount of I haven't time- had KFC in a long time. I haven't though. had Fuck. it in a minute. My mouth's watering now. I reckon there's one just up the road. No, there is. There oh, is. I'm aware. Zingerberger. I smell that shit every day. <laughs> but there are things. That's what's important to you. And yeah. the amount of times you would have heard somebody say, yeah. Joe, just have it. It's fine. It's just a burger. Yeah. But then you're disvaluing, devaluing yeah. your character of your goals. Mm. So that's where I think other people project theirs where they don't want to absorb what they could learn. And that's fine. Mm. Everybody in the world, however many people are, everybody's different. And Mm. I think that's when you become humble enough to know there's different people in the world. I think that's when you can start to accept it and then make your own balance up. Well, you can start to see that projection, right? You can start 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 to go, okay, mum, you know, I appreciate what you're telling me and I appreciate your concern, but that's that's your projection. I'm going in a different direction. That's not my, you know, that's not how I want to live my life or okay, brother or sister, Mm. you know, thank you for having this chat with me. You know, I can see that you're concerned about um, my, my personal life or, you know, whatever it may be. um, And I'm going to take that on board, but, you know, have enough confidence and faith in your Mm. own beliefs to understand that your version of balance is slightly different and that's completely fine. And I think a lot of people, they take that with age. Yeah. Um, As you get older, you seem to have less, you know, when you're 20, everybody's got an opinion for yourself. Yeah. And when you're 25, it's a bit less. And Mm. every five years, it seems less and less. So I think let as you become, say, into well, I think, your 30s, You say it's less and less. I think that you just stop giving a fuck. Uh, that, that's kind of where I was going, was the fact of you end up getting to the point where you go, I am me, mm. whether you're male, female, whatever, whatever you may be. You get to yeah. a point and you go, this is me and this is my character. Yeah. It's the way I am. Yeah. Whether you're uh, OCD or you're a clean person or mm. an organized person, or I really like the analogy of, you know, the the night owl and the early, early bird. Yeah. You know, they're both going to, they both achieve their goals in different ways. Mm-hmm. Nothing's right and nothing's wrong. Mm. It's up to that person of what suits them and what helps you sleep at night. Yeah. 
you know, whether it is writing things down on a piece of paper or on the back of your hand or sending yourself an email, nothing's right or wrong. And you stop giving a fuck of everyone else's views and you know you're the person at the end of life, mm. you're the one that's going to be sitting there going, I'm happy with that. Yeah. I played this game well. Yeah, for real. Another, well, th that, you know, that was the first mistake that I see a lot of people make. And that's some really good practical advice on how to deal with it. The other mistake that I see a lot of people make or, or not mistake that I see, I see a lot of people struggle on the balance perspective with trying to do a lot of things, trying to keep a lot of things in balance at the yep. same time. Spin too many plates. Spin well, spin too. It's trying to spin too many plates at exactly the same yeah. time. And they, what they say, you know, they end up spreading themselves a bit too thin. Too thin and plates and, smash and, on the ground. Well, and they never, they never actually achieve what they want mm. to achieve in any area of their life yep. because they don't focus enough time, energy, effort on one particular plate. Mm. For example, yep. What's your advice on how to deal with that? Be realistic of what you can actually do yeah be realistic of the time of the day mm. of what you can actually achieve don't say yes to everything prioritize yeah and it could That's be a big one man don't be afraid to say no don't be afraid to say no if yeah. you know you've got two hours worth of paperwork mm. and not everybody does paperwork these days but of office work yeah. if you've got two hours give yourself two and a half to make sure you get it done mm. not an hour and a half mm. you're better off having a little bit of extra time to overachieve or give yourself that little bit of time to be able to get everything done. You're not going to be able to do everything you want to achieve in one day. So with that is just look at it realistically and don't get disheartened and don't take on too many facets. Mm. So there's many facets and you just got to say no. You can't always do everything. Yeah. So you've just got to prioritize what you want to get done and what you actually can get done. If you don't have time to go go here, see this person, see this person, attend this meeting and get a haircut, what's actually more important on that particular day? Yeah. If you're getting married the next day, you probably want to get that haircut <laughs> and you know, catching up with this person is probably not that important where if it's just a normal day, you might need to, all right, you know what, call your mate. I'm not coming in. Sorry. I'll be there next week. Yeah. Is just leveling up with yourself and knowing what you can and can't do in the time given. Mm. And I think, you know, for you and I, just trying to sit down here, how many weeks are we, Joe, I'm not coming in, John, yeah. I can't do it. Things yeah. like that is just knowing realistically to attend somewhere and do something takes time mm. and to give it the value that it deserves out of my time and for your time, as well as the people listening to this, yeah. we wanted to make sure this is done correctly. Where if... We just crammed it in the middle of a day that wasn't wasn't doing it. We do ourselves a disvalue, yeah. and we're devaluing everybody's time. You know that's uh, that's brilliant, man. That uh, you've done such a good job of um, articulating that, and it's something that I've I actually you you just sparked a thought in me because I have a way of describing this. But how I got to this point, so my my way of describing this mm. is micro obsession, macro balance. Yep. As I've said a lot of times, yep. you whatever you're focused on for a given period of time, you are all in. You are on the micro, you are obsessed. But on the macro, on the big picture, mm. you understand that you're going to be micro obsessed about this, yep. micro obsessed about that, yep. micro obsessed about that for given periods of time. The small bits. That's how I that's how I approach it. But you actually just sparked a thought 
how I got to that point because I've never, I've never really considered where that came from. Mm. I know now where it came from. Where? I got very specific with my priorities. Yep. So I, I, and it's exactly what you said. I know what areas of my life are important to me, yep. what order of priority they sit in. And once I had that clarity, it allowed me to go micro obsession. So I'm going to, that's important to me. That sits yep. on my order of priorities here. On the micro, I'm going to obsess over that. Yep. And then when I'm done with that, I'm going to go to the next one. Micro obsess over that. When I'm done with that, I'm going to go to the next one. And that's how I achieve the macro balance. Yeah. But the first step, it's hugely important, and you guys are getting some gems in this episode, is to get that clarity about what is important to you. And, and why. Well, 100% why, right? That's part, that's part of the process. Yeah. But what, what are your priorities? And once you get to that point, it's funny because I, I just before you came in, I was on the uh, on the phone call to one of our sponsored athletes, Massive yep. Joe sponsored athletes, and I was having a discussion with her, and I said, "This is." I, I literally said, "Don't be afraid to say no." Yeah. Right. Don't be afraid to turn down those opportunities. You don't have to say yes to everything. Some 100%. of the best things is when you say no. Yeah. But to get to that point, you need to know what's important to you. You need to know what the end result that you want is. Hundred percent. It goes back to everything. It's just knowing what you actually want. Yeah. And not being afraid to change when you say about micro, like working on each thing. Micro obsession. Micro obsession yep. is they can change around from day to day of what the importance is or the time of the month. 100%. You know, whether it's coming yeah. towards the end of the month and you need to get your record keeping yep. up to line. Yep. Then all of a sudden that becomes more of a priority later in the month mm. than what it did in the middle of the month yep. or payroll. Yeah. When if it's weekly, fortnightly, that needs to be done at that particular time. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure you give that its its priority at that particular yeah. time. So it goes the same with everything in the morning, a different priority to the afternoon or the nighttime when you're at home. Mm. Your priority at 7 p.m. at nighttime would be different to your priority at 10 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And not to let your 10 a.m. priority get into your 7 p.m. And you know what? This is beautiful because this ties into what we've been talking about earlier on in this podcast mm. with mindfulness and being present, present yeah. is, you know, when I tell people this analogy, this, this, uh, not analogy, the concept of micro obsession, macro balance, mm. they get the micro and macro, they miss the obsession. Yep. The obsession is being 100% present all in with what you're doing at that point in time. So if you are micro obsessed about your business, you are 100% in, you're not yeah. thinking about your personal life or your fitness goals or your family, you're, you're in. You're all and in. then when you're with your partner or your family, you're a hundred percent in. You're, you're there, not thinking you're about your business oh. or the gym or fucking whatever it else it is. And then when you're at the gym, you're in the gym. You're in the gym. You're working on your fitness. You're not thinking about business or fat like you're you're in. So the obsession part and being mindful and being present right then in the process is such an important part. Yeah. And I'm so happy because that ties everything. It, it just pulls everything together <laughs> yeah. and figure, figuring out ways that you can deal with it as well. Yeah. If you are at home and you do find yourself all of a sudden, there is something that just sparks mm. and it could be something, it just a, a little bomb just went off in your head yeah. and so write it down and mm. deal with it when that's a priority tomorrow. Mm -hmm. When you go all in back at work, then deal with that. Yeah. Don't let that be detrimental to you being present with something that wasn't, in that goal to begin with. Yeah. So be okay with being a little bit liquid and moving, 100%. but go all in when you're in. John, 
I think we're good. Thank you, man. I liked it. It's I been think a we're good. Chat. It's been, been a good chat. Long time coming, and we've I think it's it. definitely we've, we've gone down out all the different rabbit holes and found different mm. rabbit holes that connect and back up to the surface. <laughs> we got that all together. Yeah, we're good, man. Uh, thank you so much for for your time, and you know this this has been um, man. I'm going to say what like six to eight weeks in the making. Yeah, it's we've been, been a while to in the making. Sit down and do for this both of us to so give I'm each so, other the time. Yeah, I'm so happy that because we say no, right? Because we say no. Because we can't do it. You can't do everything. But I'm so happy that we were able to uh, to synchronize and, and get this done. Real quick for the listeners and the viewers, where can they find you? And give your business a bit of a plug as well, because we kind of said what you do, but we didn't really say what you do. So we can be found at uh, Mail Postace. Just bang it in Google and go on the website. Obviously contact us or Instagram handle that. I'm sure a deal will chuck down here somewhere yeah. with your Mail Postace. It's at Mail underscore post underscore haste correct yeah that's the one so a deal will chuck that in and you can just google away to find mail post haste yep basically it's a logistics company in metro adelaide whether it's mail banking product mm-hmm. distribution your internals things like that any questions just chuck an email on the contact us page mm-hmm. and i'll get back to you give it give the number a call happy to answer anything and we go from there um but yeah that's it that's guys you know what to do i ask one thing in return for uh, you know getting awesome guests like john on the show producing this show putting it out on all the platforms so you guys can consume however the fuck you want to consume so, so one ways. thing so many places so many ways the one thing i ask in return is that you share the show share it person to person uh give us a little plug you know one of the the best ways that i love seeing people share the show is on instagram story yeah so take a screenshot right now of what whatever podcasting platform you're listening on, or if you're watching this, take a a screenshot of YouTube or whatever the fuck, man, just take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram story, tag myself in it at Joseph Mansell, tag at mail underscore post underscore haste in it. And then John and I will see those tags and And we'll share them. Repost we'll and spread the love around. But that's the one thing I ask in return. If you guys have taken some value out of this show, just spread spread the love, man. Spread, spread the, the love show around. We love it. John, thank you so much. Thank you, Jay. Guys, you could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Until next time, I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.